Welcome to the podcast. It's Ashley. And Sarah. How are you doing? Oh, be- I feel very zen in You this are moment. very zen. My heart is open. My throat feels open. Oh my gosh. This is perfect for this, this episode. This is good for this episode. And welcome to everyone who's listening. If you're new, you'll find Sarah and I here every Thursday with new conversations. And new guests. New guests. New fun. New antics, as you like to say. <laughs> uh, We're so happy to be here this week. It has been a huge week. So, so busy. Monday started out as International Women's Day, and we had a hell of a time. We recorded a special episode with Martina Kaladis from the Life Out Lab podcast and brought in all of the B&B media women podcasters to do like one big celebration of mm-hmm. female voices and it was badass. Yeah, it was so fun. We had different conversations with each guest to kind of hone in on specific topics that were relevant to their podcast, but also women and using our voices to to continue podcasting. Totally. And if you do really like podcasts, it's worth if you haven't heard heard it already, it's worth going back and listening to it. So it's the episode from Monday number 74 and it's a great exposure to five other, six other podcasts to just even learn a little bit about the hosts and what they talk about on their shows. And we absolutely love it. And it was so, I'm still in awe. Like, I feel like we are just so blessed. We record at BNV Media um, and every single woman in the like BNV family is incredible. So, and everyone was just so kind to even come and give yes. us their time and be a part of it and contribute, which was so lovely. But they're all just powerhouses. Like, I'm just in mm-hmm. awe. Mm-hmm. And, like, so much love for each other. We, like, support each other, collaborate. It just feels good. I'm just and happy. <laughs> it sounds so cliche. And I know we've been talking about it a bit on social media and kind of sharing. But women supporting women, I'm into it. Well, as you really understand when people start supporting you and their other peers that you might work with. Um, you know, for, for us, we've always supported each other, I think, but like these people that we don't know extremely well that are supporting this and each other, it's just so beautiful. And it's nice that we can still appreciate like everything that we're doing, even from afar from in each other. Mm -hmm. And Geneva Dickey, who is from the book book (laughs) of love. We love Geneva. She wrote us like what I can only call a love letter today, basically Mm -hmm. talking about each of us and, and working together on this episode. And it was the sweetest message. And Geneva, if you're listening to this, we love you. And thank you so much. I've never had anyone speak so nicely. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think people speak poorly, but it was just like the most heartfelt, beautiful note. Yeah, and it came just in a nice moment today, like out of the blue. Weren't we weren't expecting it. it. We yeah, needed. it was beautiful. One thing, though, I did want to talk to you about, Ash, was mm-hmm. like um, something I was reflecting on since International Women's Day because it was such a fun day. Like we were up, literally, I was up the at crack of dawn. 5.45 because mm-hmm. we had a radio interview at 6.20. And is that right? Yeah, mm-hmm. 6.40. And then we had to be here. We had to be here at 6.20 yeah. and then downtown. And then we had another one right after. And then you and I, I think you drove me home. Your husband drove me home at nine o'clock or 9.30 that night. So literally from dawn until dusk, we were going. And I did not stop in at all. I didn't even get a chance to listen to the episode <laughs> on International Women's Day. And so when I was reflecting about this, like I kind of got it funny because you know, we're celebrating women. And the irony of it for me was that I went through that day in my masculine, in masculine energy. Like I was in the do like, like just lists, 
checklist to do chaos. We sat down at Mark's desk for two hours, I think, after. And it felt like it passed in a flash. Exactly. And so, and I know that I'm in, and so it has, again, we were just talking about like what masculine and feminine energy is. And it really has nothing to do with gender. But I think um, for me, like, I feel drained when I'm in like just focused in masculine energy for too long. It doesn't serve me, but I tend to do it in these little like short bursts Mm -hmm. of intensity. But because of that, I felt so (laughs) drained after. And so I've been reflecting on like basically the irony of going through International Women's Day, but leaning entirely into my masculine energy to get through it, Mm -hmm. which I'm not a fan that I did that. No. And we were just before we started recording today Sarah was explaining kind of the landscape of both of these energies um and there's different qualities I think I live I don't know which ones upset me more or make me feel like off I should okay. say if I'm like you're saying you you've kind of grabbed onto a certain yeah things. like so every human has masculine and feminine energy traits it has nothing to do with with gender it has mm-hmm. more to do with like the type of energy you bring to a situation they're both good you know, divine masculine, divine feminine traits. And I think, you know, some examples are like uh, feminine traits would be like intuitive, grounded, receptive, um, empathetic, magnetic, supportive, open, trusting. You are all those things. I uh, No, I know. <laughs> I love that. And then like masculine energy is like deeply present, doesn't judge, supportive, has discipline, focused, logical, confident, protective, um, mm-hmm. accountable. And I associate those with like more action oriented things like Mm. but I do think when I'm too much on that side in masculine energy I get really drained which is why sometimes when I think back to like different parts of my career I was burnt out because Mm -hmm. I was just like this isn't how I'm meant to create like I I am meant to draw on I think more of those feminine qualities in my work Mm -hmm. or in how I like to create yeah I feel like when I'm reading these lists of Mm -hmm. this landscape it I feel like both like and I think yeah, that's what you're probably important. in a balance yeah yeah like throughout the day there's times when I dive into one mode and then I'm in the other mode or it or it's a perfect balance of like mm. say being intuitive or grounded and then being really like present mm. or deeply present I think is what, how it says so I think those things like probably if you can bring those together totally is a nice energy you want that like balance mm-hmm. in some part of your life I, and, and to be honest I really don't know much about this I can just tell when I'm too much in one or too much in the other, because mm-hmm. I just don't feel right. Do you want me to check you next time? Yeah, how are, you, how are you going to check me? Well, I, like Sarah. <laughs> I mean, the indicator for me is that like I'm drained and exhausted. And I was just thinking it's funny because I know that Martina had felt like that too. I think we, at mm-hmm. one point, our heads were all spinning. So mine spins all the time. <laughs> I wouldn't change anything. Like mm-hmm. I freaking loved Monday. I loved everything we were able to bring together and put out there. But I was just like, okay, next time, how do I do this more in my like feminine energy? And it's interesting too for me and as women, I think we often say yes to a lot of things and start to pile things on and think we can manage and balance. But even the few weeks leading up managing like my own tasks with mm-hmm. work and those things, it it felt I could feel the plate getting full. Like I could feel it. And that's why I, I think in, we all had a moment where we're like, we can't today. Yeah. Or just like getting up earlier from eight to nine or something before I dive into my other work. I was like, okay, I need to do the things I need to do just to get them off. I had lists going. I usually I know. have lists, but I had like list on list of like CTV, do this, social media. And it feels like a weight has been lifted. I know. 
But I think there's a way for us, and you're right, because we just get excited. Like we're and not, we also take on a lot. We of take things. on a lot, and then it's like you, an idea grows, and we get mm-hmm. amped, and then it's just like we see the possibility, and we it's just, like more because we know we can do it. But actually, how fun. much can you do? Sometimes you can't do it well, all. I think this is just telling us we need to create a team. <laughs> this we is come what my up husband with these, said. Like, ideas. Uh, he's at this time next year because we were talking with Martina about, oh, this could be a bigger, you know, an annual yeah. thing, bigger and better every year kind of thing. And Jeff said, oh, well, hopefully this time next year, you and Sarah will have at least like a social media person or someone that can respond to all the emails that come in. We're putting it out there. Yeah, Anyone like, that wants to work for free, call us. <laughs> and <laughs> no, not even that I'm way. Someone who we will be able to that, pay. That and can will be actually part of the team. put up with us because we're, we know, and I think it's because we know what we want and we know what we want to do. We have a control problem. We're too. going to no. I think we we get over that. We we open up. Okay, but I think the you right know, person. By the time we come to hiring someone, we're going to be using like human design. Mariah Pelly Smith, who was on, was talking about she oh, uses yeah. astrology. We're going to be using all of these like methods to bring someone on. It'll be mm. so funny. I can't wait. This is why I love this. <laughs> this is very in alignment with our conversation yeah, today. It is. So today we are going to be talking about. Les chakras. Chakras. I, so interesting. I know. They're so, this is something like I didn't know about at all. Yeah, it's kind of something you hear about and you've seen the colors or the charts. My sister-in-law has a chakra tattoo on her forearm. So, and she's done Reiki and yoga training and all that. But it's something that you don't understand. Dan, the connection. I don't know. I never really understood fully. Well, so I think like for me, my first kind of, it comes up in different areas. Like it comes up in yoga and I've heard of it there. And I understand it was like an energy center. And then remember like two years ago now, I was starting to get this really intense throat block. Like I felt like discomfort in my throat every day. It felt like I had a lump in my throat, How not a physical, really good. Okay, But like, but that's a sign for me. So that it has become like a cue if something's off or I'm not like listening mm-hmm. that, I'll feel discomfort in my throat. But when that happened, it's like piqued an interest into me to learn about chakras because I was like, obviously there's something here and I know nothing about it. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of like a very big exposure point for me to starting to take interest in chakras and learning about them. And they come up in my spirit cards, which as you know, I love. Mm -hmm. And I think (laughs) it's something that people can relate to. They might not be know into chakras or understand what they do or what they mean but they probably have had symptoms of some type of energy you know stagnation or something within their body it happened to me years and years ago (gasps) with like I was having heart pop like it was a bit of I guess stress and anxiety and things but you don't know what it is you don't know what's causing it but there are kind of ways that you can like tune into perhaps like why in your body. I think mm-hmm. it just, it's, so we have Fanny Atomsa on today, who's the owner of Blue Nile Massage Therapy. She's such a sweet soul. Like She's a doula. Oh, she's a doula. She's got a fabulous energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does Reiki as well yeah. and uh, has chakra cleanses that you can do. So some courses online that we will share. You can follow her online at bluenile.massage.wellness on Instagram. And her website is bluenilemassagetherapy.com. So we'll tag those in the show notes. And she's local here in Halifax for people if they want to. I'm assuming she can do virtual things as well. 
Well, I we think, didn't I think her that. cleanse, I think her chakra cleanse course is coming out okay. and that is like something you can do uh, remotely. So wherever you are, but it was such a nice introduction because she really kind of broke down, you know, shock, chakras, what they are, this concept of energy centers in your body and how it influences you and interacts with your body. So it's a really nice way to start tuning into your own energy and maybe discovering and learning more about yourself and how you feel. Mm -hmm. And it was nice to have her kind of break it down and, and, you know, even things like how they tie to our body, how they tie to our life, our emotions, and then also what happens when you have blocks. Mm -hmm. Because that's when stuff goes a little sideways. Mm -hmm. And I think it's... it's (laughs) You know, what do they always say that, you know, you're trying to get signs. It's like the universe is throwing a pebble at you or whatever, trying to to get your attention. And then eventually you get like hit and then something worse can happen. And I love that because here's the thing. If there is something you need to know about your body, like you are going to know, your body is going to tell you. Mm -hmm. And it will either tell you, like you're saying with a pebble, with like a little whisper. And if you're in in tune with your body, you'll notice right away. And I'm getting to that point where like certain things I'll wake up and I'll be like, something's wrong. Or if you don't listen, your body will eventually scream at you, which was the case when I basically had a throat block for four months straight and was like in discomfort. Well, and it's interesting too, when you say the throat block, because she said the other chakras above or below that throat area could be blocked too. And then that's where it's kind of like one thing blocks another. Totally. Mm-hmm. So this, very interesting. this is just a fabulous episode, a nice introduction to chakras. And it's a great place to start exploring your own energy and learning about this concept. Yeah. How, how to connect. It just feels good. Fanny is bringing us all the goodness. She is. And she's so sweet. You're going to love her energy. Yeah. Let's, let's just dive in. All right. All right, we're so excited to have Fanny joining us today because this is a topic, Sarah, that we don't know a lot about but are super interested in learning. So welcome. We're so happy you're here to join us. Thank you, guys. I'm excited to be here. And we're so excited because Martina Kaladies, who we love and we collaborate with uh, regularly, recommended you. She said mm. you are her favorite massage therapist. <laughs> she, you just came like I she was singing her. from the rooftops. So. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, she's we've crossed paths. We've crossed paths so many times, and she's she's just always such a light and always so positive. So I have nothing but good things to say. I'm glad she recommended me. So really excited. And here you are. Here I am. <laughs> the magic. <laughs> the magic of it all. So can you kind of tell us a little bit about you? I know Sarah just mentioned um, you do massage therapy, but what else do you offer? Yeah, so I am a registered massage therapist, and I'm also certified in Reiki, and I'm also a birth doula, and I am the owner of Blue Now Massage and Wellness. So um, I'm really passionate about self-care and energy work, um, and also holistic healing in general. And with my treatments, I offer like Thai massage, Indian head massage, Reiki, um, hot stones, cupping, um, Mm. and then general Swedish massage and um, a lot of like home care advice and clinical assessment tips, referrals to different practitioners. So um, we love that. And you're a mom. And I'm a mom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a 10 year old boy and 
four month old twins. Actually, they're gonna be five months um, on the third of March. So they're oh my yeah, gosh, soon. Months. Still very fresh though. I feel like five month old twins is yeah, <laughs> that's been, a lot. They've been inside longer than they've been outside. <laughs> this is true. So they are very fresh. <laughs> we love that. Oh no, you are a wonder woman. And when Mar- oh, so how you. Martina, the, I'm this is all coming back to me now. How Martina mm-hmm. brought you up was we were telling her that we were dying to learn more about chakras and wanted to talk to someone in Halifax about this. And you were she was like, you need to talk to <laughs> Fanny like she's been doing these videos on them. And that's how we yeah. ended up reaching out to you. But you know, you mentioned Reiki. Ash and I are huge fans of holistic healing. We love Reiki and we love everything magical. Is there, I would say. Everything magical. Everything outside yeah. of the things we've been taught, basically our whole <laughs> yeah. lives. But it's so interesting. Yeah. This is such good timing because Sarah, as we were just chatting before we jumped on, we were interviewing Stephen Dixon and she was like needing time at the beginning. She's like, I'm so restricted. My throat. Is that how you describe yeah, it? Yeah, my throat was blocked. I thought I was going to cry. Oh. And that happens to you a lot. It does. It happens to me a lot. Really? My throat is, is my throat chakra is my most challenging chakra. So um, I can totally relate to blockages there. I have to work on it consistently. Um, and, you know, it, it can be caused by many different things. But I have I have some tips that I can share with you for sure. How to, how to try to get that cleared up a bit. Um, love that. I'm going to come see you because I, I, I do, I do want to kind of get your tips and, and work with you on this one. So how did you get from, cause you started at working as a massage therapist before you kind of discovered Reiki. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, I think I, like I've always kind of had this understanding of, of energy, um, just like an awareness that there's energy all around us. I just, I didn't know how to speak the language, I guess you could Mm. say. Like I didn't know the right words and how to explain it and how to articulate it properly. Um, But I knew that there was a really big connection between energy and um, our mental health, our emotional health and our physical health, uh, especially as a massage therapist, people who come in with like different physical ailments from, like a headache to um, like tense muscles, even disease, which is dis-ease, mm-hmm. which we, we like to call it dis-ease um, illnesses. Usually they're under a lot, a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. And um, that is also related to an imbalance in energy. So I always kind of knew that they went hand in hand, but um, I didn't, I couldn't really fully understand it until um I took the Reiki training. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I, so my, my, yeah. No, no, I but, just, the, the thing I find so interesting about that is that you said you didn't really have the language for it. And I feel like I've, I'm, I'm discovering that all the time. I'm like describing yeah. things and then I'll talk to people about it and they'll tell and me learn. and they'll be like, this is actually what this is. And it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, a massage therapist I've gone to for years and years, she also has her Reiki um, training. Mm-hmm. Is that what, what you call it? Or mm-hmm. levels? And yeah. she doesn't really do it anymore. But she told me once when we were talking about it that because they are so connected in the body, she typically still uses a lot of Reiki techniques in her massage therapy. But that that's unknown to me. Mm-hmm. But it's just interesting yeah. how she could probably pick up on certain like stagnations or certain 
you know, Absolutely. troubled areas and, and treat yeah. them that way. Yeah. And you incorporate it into every treatment without even realizing it. I was practicing Reiki before I even knew what Reiki was. Really? And, I, and someone, someone had mentioned that to me and I was like, Oh, that's, that's really interesting. And so, um, it's, it's just about energy and movement of energy and, um, energy healing. And, um, yeah, I, I think when I found out that there was a Reiki training that was available by one of my favorite teachers who is like super magical and she's like super mm-hmm. intuitive and like, she's, a, she's an amazing healer. She's also a massage therapist. Um, and I found out she was putting on the course. I was like, I like this something I have to do. And when, um, when I took the course, the biggest thing that I learned was that um, in order to heal others, you have to first heal yourself. And so this is how like we got introduced to chakras and like healing yourself first and, mm. and how that makes you a better healer. And I kind of took that and ran with it and have been doing chakra cleanses really ever since, ever since then, because it's a continuous journey. It really, it doesn't stop. Yeah. So, so Reiki and chakras kind of go hand in hand. Is that right? They, they I've never do done do Reiki them. before. Sarah's done it. Well, so and forgive I, but, me because but I'm I, a begin. I still know enough, but not. But but they're not practice. necessarily the same. They're not the same thing. But I because I've never really thought of them as. Well, I don't know. I don't talk about them a ton when I get Reiki done. But I uh, I didn't realize they were so connected within Reiki as well. Well, Reiki Reiki is life energy that's literally what reiki means is Mm -hmm. is life energy or life force um and so you can use your your energy to heal another person's energy and the trick is learning how to do that without draining your own energy Mm -hmm. Um, and that's why like the healing of yourself and the self-care is so important um and Reiki can be practiced either through placing your hands on somebody physically, or you can do it this, you know, through distance or virtually. Um, so there's a lot of different ways that you could could do Reiki healing, but it, ha- it absolutely has to do with energy. Love that. So what is the chakra system then? Because I like am familiar through yoga. There's the seven chakras. Yeah. You know your root. Your yes. there's one at the pelvis. Is this right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ashley's yeah. got up the sacral. There we go. So there is. Tell yeah. us a little bit about them. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> I think first, uh, you, should, you know, it's it's good to understand that learning about science and learning about energy is the same thing. It's just spoken in two different languages, and sometimes you'll have like the science person kind of dismissing energy or the energetic person dismissing science. But, it's really the you know the same thing. Like if you think about our digestive processes or cellular you know metabolic activity, if you think about cellular regeneration, if you think about neural activity, um, all of that requires energy, 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 and that's mm. that's science and it's requiring energy. So it's definitely there. Um, and the chakras are really um, they're, they're energy points. They're points in our bodies that have a high concentration of energy and they can be found um, where several nerves meet or several nerves cross. Mm-hmm. And so that in neuroanatomy, we call that a nerve plexus. So that is, that is the area where several nerves meet. And so you, you can imagine 
all that neuroactivity, how much energy is being produced in that area. So we have various chakras throughout our body, but then we have the seven um, main chakras from the root all the way to the crown. Mm-hmm. Love them. Our root, so our cool. sacral, solar plexus, heart, yeah. throat, third mm-hmm. eye, and our crown. Yeah. And, and my heart and throat are always like the one that I can... I mean, I, I'm fully believe in the chakra system and like, I yeah. don't think there's anything not to believe, but mm. I believe in it because I feel it. Like I get such discomfort yeah, right. when but, they're and, off. And that's what I'm starting to wonder. And this is a question for you, Fanny, is like, how can people, will people know if they kind of have that blockage? Um, is it something as drastic as Sarah feeling that tension Absolutely. in her throat? It's really that evident. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. Um, but not yeah, always. No, not always. Um, it can manifest in different ways. So sometimes it can come as a physical feeling where you do feel like a blockage or if it's your solar plexus that is blocked, you might have some gastrointestinal issues where you might have like IBS or, um, you know, a lot of nausea, um, you know, stomach aches constantly. Um, if you're, if it's your heart chakra, you might have heart palpitations. So you might feel it physically if you have an imbalance if you have an imbalance um but it can also manifest um in different ways so you can have um like reoccurring themes in your life so for example um if your solar plexus is blocked and your solar plexus has to do with your confidence and your energy and your power and if that is blocked you might find that you attract people who are overly confident because you have low self-esteem and so you may mm. attract people who are arrogant in your life um, people who you know speak you know too loudly or maybe belittle you um, and those themes can come up quite often in your life and that's not because um, of anything that you do you've done intentionally uh, that can be caused by like, trauma um, childhood wounds that have not been healed um, different, different things, different, different things can cause imbalances, but it doesn't necessarily have to, you know, manifest in a physical way, but you can certainly feel it. Yeah. It's interesting that you say they connect to these different things. I'd love to kind of talk about even with some of the shockers, what they connect to, because I'll, I'll tell you now, and Ashley, I don't think I've ever told you this. I did have an energy clearing a few months ago. Uh, and one of the things that came out was I had this massive like root block that, I mean, for some of our listeners, they're going to be like, Sarah's lost it. That's fine. I mean, this is my life. So I'm living it in the way that feels right for me. And they said, I was picking it up and carrying it for myself, my sister and my mother. And that I did this clearing to release it. But like, that wasn't something I knew about, but it was around being controlled and not having control and releasing that and actually like freeing myself and free helping to clear up energy for my sister, and my mother as well. Mm-hmm. But that was a really big shift for me. One that I didn't know about, but yeah. when it happened, I could notice the changes after. Yeah. I, yeah. You that's can, what I was wondering. You can unblock it. Sorry. That's what I was going to say. Like, can you actually feel something change after? Well, I did in my life. Like this is like, it, I think this is what Fanny's saying is the chakra system is kind of connected to how we, exist in our body is that right yeah and in our bodies it's an internal thing and then it and then 
the inside is connected to the outside. So if we have an imbalance inside, we're going to display that or express that outwardly as well, because each chakra relates to something specific in our body. And that okay. also relates to something specific in our life. So a specific area of our life. So I'm not surprised at all that your root chakra had to do with issues with, within your family, because that's exactly what the root chakra is all about. And so sometimes, sometimes you can get an adjustment, even a chiropractic adjustment on the lower part of your spine can open up that chakra and allow for like a free flow of energy. Um, Hmm. So one thing I do want to know is, is we want the chakras to be balanced and open. Is that correct? And is that, what is that kind of connected to? Is that us living like in a balanced way or, or what does that give yeah, us? Yeah, it's like no. losing 50 pounds automatically. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's like, it's like, a relief. Honestly, it's like, yeah, you walk around, like you walk around so much lighter and you're, you're able to be more present um, in the world and, and in each situation. And it's, that's not to say that you know, once you work through a chakra, it's going to be healed forever. And you're, mm-hmm. you're you know, you're going to be able to, to, you know, express yourself in that way for the rest of your life. Like, no, challenges come up consistently and we're, we're always faced with, you know, difficulties and stress in life. But I think um, having like an understanding and something in place, like I, I, for me, it's a chakra system and a chakra cleanse. Um, it really kind of gives me an armor that, okay. so that I can deal with, um, different things that are happening, you know, inside of my life and inside my body. Okay. So can we do, so you said that the, the root is tied down. Wait, can we do a chakra cleanse? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, let's go through them. Let's, okay. Let's I was go. Say, let's go through. And then, yeah. Let's talk about each one individually. Yeah. So we have our root chakra. What's going on there? So our root chakra, um, it's located at the base of our spine. So um, it's like around our anus, if I can say that. <laughs> that would be <laughs> one of the more polite things <laughs> that people have said on this. It's just a body part. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's there physically um, and it has, it's really at our core. So that's, that's really the center of our body. Um, and that has to do with, uh, feelings of being grounded that has to do with our core beliefs, our values, um, our family ties, our cultural beliefs, our tribal beliefs, everything that has to do with our core. So mm-hmm. that, that, that is our root chakra. So um, imbalances here um, might be a disconnect from your family, um, a disconnect from, from culture, trauma within the family, um, not like a loss of identity, mm. not knowing kind of who you are and just not being feeling like you're grounded anywhere um, in your life or in any particular environment. So that's that's the root chakra. Very cool. Um, and, and then the sacral chakra, which is just above it, that is located in our pelvic girdle. So that is where all of our reproductive organs are. Um, and this chakra has to do with our creativity and um, our sensuality, our sexuality. And, yeah, that's a very comfortable one. <laughs> Gotta loosen yeah. that up. <laughs> <laughs> um, it has to do with our joy too, like our happiness and um, 
some people even say financial abundance okay has, is related to this chakra as well we want um, that so unblocked yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah we worked through that one um and so an imbalance here might look like you know a loss of creativity a, lo- a loss of passion a loss you know of, of your sexual expression and really you know a loss of joy um, and I will also note that an imbalance can also be the other end of the spectrum. So like hypersexuality, right? Um, mm. you know, I'm not going to say over joyful, but it will make, it, <laughs> it'll make more sense when you're working through um, the rest of the chakras. There are both sides of the spectrum. And so when you find somebody, say, for example, so solar plexus, which, which comes above the sacral, um, that has to do with our confidence and our energy, our power and our will. And um, so if you have low self-esteem, you might you might attract somebody who's really arrogant. So that's both ends of the spectrum. And it's almost like you're attracted to each other because you're, you know, you're trying to balance each other out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's really important to have that self-awareness so that you don't you're not attracting what you're not expressing. And so, I, and I and I wrote about this in a recent post. It, it's really important to have a, that self awareness, um, so that yeah, the things that you're not expressing don't come at you in less desirable ways. That's actually that's really focus. helpful. Yeah, it's nice yeah. to a, a nice okay. reminder. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's our, that's our solar plexus, um, and then we have our our heart. Yeah, I'm like looking. Where's my body? (laughs) (laughs) Our heart chakra, yeah. So this has to do with love and compassion for yourself and also for others. And an imbalance here would, of course, look like like a lack of empathy, um, a lack of compassion for other people, maybe like narcissism, you know, cynicism, you know, sociopath kind of behavior. (laughs) That would would be like a a blockage of the, the heart chakra. And the throat has to do with our speaking our truth and um, using our voice. And of course, an imbalance, you know, like you mentioned, you, you feel like a blockage, um, inability to speak your truth and inability to speak up for yourself. And um, yeah, just, you know, a fear, a fear of doing that. Those, that would be a blockage in the throat chakra. And then we have our third eye which has to do with our vision and our perception our intuition and um, a blockage here of course is just an inability to think clearly and to kind of set goals for yourself and have a vision for yourself and then the the crown chakra which is the top of our heads yes that one has to do with our connection to the divine and enlightenment and spirituality, that kind of thing. Ooh, that was so, it's nice to be reminded of those mm-hmm. things. Cause I think you hear about them and pick up on them, like in tidbits kind of in yoga classes or mm-hmm. actually the, yeah, the crown, the crown one. The yeah. Heart. But it's nice to have you kind of sh- like tell us what they are connected to all the way through. Yeah. And each one, and each one is connected to the one, you know, above it and below it. So I'll say like your throat chakra, for example, if this one is blocked, you're not able to, uh, you know, receive love and, and compassion and, 
and speak from a place of love and compassion. And then mm. when you're not able to do that, you're also not able to think clearly, which is your third eye chakra. Mm. So a blockage here will affect the blockage above and below. So th oh, that's, that's okay. another reason why it's important to, to have a cleanse and a free flow of energy. Okay, so the blockages not only affect that aspect of our life, but also affect how we were able to receive and work with the other areas of our life as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So interesting. <laughs> I love that. And it is like an energy center for us as well, too. Like, the, is it right that if our chakras are open, like we are at our fullest kind of strength and abilities? Is that right? Yeah. Absolutely. We're able to receive messages, interpret messages, send messages um, energetically, intuitively. Um, we're able to pick up on things a lot clearer. We might not overreact as much. Uh, we might be able to stand up for ourselves a little bit better. Um, yeah, we're just a lot more intuitive, a lot more balanced when things are open. So if we don't want, I'm thinking of the, maybe it was the sacral one. Um, yes. We don't want passion blocks and we don't want to attract the wrong people and put the wrong energy out. So how can we or anyone, if they don't have someone to work, is there any way, I guess, is what I'm wondering, can people help on their own kind of unblock some of these chakras and cleanse themselves? Or is it something that they have to work with someone like you? No, you can absolutely do it yourself. And that when I do a chakra cleanse, it's a, it's a personal thing. It's just for me. And so yes. anybody who does a cleanse, it's, it's extremely personal. You don't have to go to anybody. You don't have to do, th you know, you're, you don't have to ask for permission. You don't have to follow the guidelines. You Love do that. whatever, mm. you do whatever feels like. <laughs> you do whatever feels right for you. I need but to learn I, how to work on Sarah's throat for her <laughs> like I'll, we'll help each other you can help okay. me but the thing is that I don't know and I'm pretty in tune with my body and mm -hmm. I mean you are yeah. really in tune and you sit with yourself a lot like through meditation yeah. and stuff but I always feel a million different things of like crazy or whether being anxious but now there could be multiple blocks obviously or one that's kind of blocking mm. something that else that's important so I'm really I really want to try this <laughs> Well, I, yeah, I encourage you. I think this I brings up a question of like, how do you start to tune into mm -hmm. where you might have blocks or how can we do a cleanse? Um, yeah. Any tips yeah. on those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's, it's really flexible. You don't have to follow the guidelines. You do whatever feels right for you. Um, what I like to do is a 28-day chakra cleanse. And that allows me to work through each chakra for a period of, of four days each. Okay. So I, work, I work through each one um, two times on the way up, and then I work through them, through them two times for two days on the way back down. Um, and through those 28 days, you are meditating. Well, that's one of the guidelines. Like, there's specific questions that you ask. There's specific mantras that you say. Um, I journal a lot, so there's a lot of questions that I go through, a lot of specific questions for each chakra um, to try to figure out why I'm feeling so troubled in a certain area um, and, and trying to clear that other, you know, whether it's through journaling and talking, talking myself through it or meditating my, my way through it, wearing the colors of that chakra. Um, eating the colors of the food that's related to that chakra and 
really just using that time for introspection and self-awareness. Um, that's really, that's really all there is to it. I like to say, um, I like to recommend abstaining from like alcohol and recreational drug use when doing a cleanse, um, you know, eating as clean as possible. So I usually don't eat any animal products during this time. And I try to incorporate physical movement as much as I can. Mm -hmm. So either like, you know, yoga or exercise, um, this just allows you to really just tune in to yourself. It allows you to be really intentional and really aware about what you're doing and what you're saying and the things that you're thinking and just knowing that you're doing this for a specific reason. And you also start a, a cleanse with an intention. Mm. So your intention to be, you know, I want to clear up this energy with this relationship or I have this goal that I'm trying to achieve or I'm trying to decipher these feelings with a certain situation. So starting the cleanse with an intention allows you to kind of focus in on that as well. Cool. So I guess that's actually a really great way to tune in with where you may have blockages is if you are doing a cleanse, because you'll have kind of a harder time probably working through areas where you maybe aren't mm. feeling as strong. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, is that right? I was thinking the same thing. Like, yeah. how would you identify the ones that are troubling? But I think if you're spending four days on each yeah. area, then you just know. It's asking it questions. Be- yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are really great at reading ourselves. And sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit for that ability. Um, you will you will know. Like, when I go through my root chakra, I'm like, yeah, two days that, you know, I'm, ex- you know, I'm excited. I'm energized. Sacral chakra, I'm like excited, I'm energized. Um, solar plexus, like I may have just had an argument with somebody and I'm like, oh no, I'm not really feeling that confident mm-hmm. today. Like when I had to record my, my solar plexus video, mm-hmm. usually I'm really excited to do that. And like I had just, you know, had a really stressful situation. And then I was like, oh no, you know, I'm not really, I'm not really feeling this one today. And so you'll, you'll pick up on those little resistances and you'll know like, know this area is is making me a little anxious today it's making me a little uncomfortable and blockages might last 24 hours they might last 24 years <laughs> it, right. can, it can it can range and you'll you'll absolutely know you'll know is there another way to fanny if someone doesn't want to do that someone's me like fully <laughs> deep dive into the 28 day kind of commitment of this like cleanse of each area is there a yeah. way you can kind of try it a bit out you know what I mean like how, how are the ways that we can kind of like test it out without like fully uh, doing this this deep dive and cleanse you can do it by learning about the chakras um, learning about which each chakra is related to um, educating yourself is probably the best the best thing that you can do if you if you don't want to commit to a full 28 days uh, and then that way you will be able to understand if, if there's something that you're learning about that makes you uncomfortable or something that you're learning about that makes you feel a little bit of resistance. And for example, if we're learning about our throat chakra, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you know, this one makes me feel, um, I feel a physical lump in my throat when I'm, when I'm trying to think about possibly speaking in front of people. That makes me, that makes me really nervous. And so you can spend 
um, a day or, you know, a couple of hours, just learning about ways to unblock it. Um, there's a lot of stuff on the internet. There's a lot of books you can read. And um, I'm developing a, a guided cleanse, which will ask you specific questions um, that'll help you kind of work through that and also kind of give you tools for how to strengthen that. I'll share with you, um, Sarah, about how to uh, unblock the throat chakra for me. What I have to do is like singing really mm-hmm. loudly. That's, and I think I showed this with you before. She's Let's <laughs> tell her, Sarah. So when I went to see Mariah Pelly Smith, who's been on the show as well, is who I went to see for Reiki. And she um, told me this years ago before we had the podcast. And so I went and got singing lessons. And this is like a whole ordeal. So I'm not a natural born singer. It's not like a treat for anyone. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same girl. I'm the same. <laughs> but do you? And that didn't do it for me. But do you know what did? Um, was I started chanting. I did started doing some chanting meditations for 40 days, and I got these huge emotional clearings. This is like a very important shocker for me right now. I think just in my life for a number of reasons. Um, and at the time, Mariah talked to me about this, and she was like, "You really need to be using your voice in your work more." Since then, we've launched the podcast. So this was years ago that I talked to her about this, probably two years ago. Yeah. We created the podcast after that. And also, I I came to a point in my life where I realized I wanted to kind of change the area I was working in. And I'm starting to do a lot of new work. And a lot of it is around me actually sharing that. And that's what the block is connected to. So when it comes yeah. up now, I'm like, oh, there's a message for me that I'm like not getting <laughs> or I'm not sharing yeah. something and I need to move Absolutely. faster. Yeah. Yeah. Honesty is a big, big thing. I, I you know, sometimes we suppress and re- repress so much and that can cause a huge, huge blockage. Uh, mm. Like for me, I know there was things that were, were blocking my throat that I didn't even realize like there's you know things from childhood and also being a woman and also being a black woman um you know the black people as a collective we our voice has been suppressed and oppressed for so long and I didn't even know I was caring that for a whole race I didn't know mm-hmm. I didn't know and also being a woman our voice has been suppressed and repressed for so so long we were never encouraged to speak we were never encouraged to um, talk out of turn. We weren't even allowed to vote. We weren't even allowed mm-hmm. to go to school. There's so many, like, imagine what that would be like. And, you know, even to this day, there's still so much gender equality and we, you know, are not always encouraged to speak up and speak out. And sometimes we're caring that for other people mm-hmm. and we don't even, and we don't even know it. And some people are more sensitive to what's going on around them as a collective and so some, you know, sometimes you, you, you are just a little more sensitive to, to what's going on around you. Well, I also think too, and this was kind of what I came to realize through my experience with my throat being starting to become an actual physical discomfort, because before that I never would have recognized any discomfort as being like, uh, connected to a chakra. But I think when there's something in your body that you need to heal, it will eventually, your body knows how to communicate with you. And if you don't pay attention yeah. to the little clues, it will eventually start screaming at you. And this yeah. goes back to what you were talking about, about that idea mm-hmm. of dis-ease. Like right. it was just such discomfort developing my body because I was like needing to pay attention to this. And this was important for yeah. me to deal with. Mm-hmm. And I've been ignoring it. Yeah, you needed to speak, you needed to, to share 
your story, you needed to yell things from the rooftop, you know, thing wasn't your thing. Journaling was my thing. Mm-hmm. Like at least at least I had a way to share my truth. That way it wasn't it wasn't stuck here. It wasn't just stuck in my throat. There was a way for me to um, express it. And then from there I was able to actually verbalize it and speak it out. Um, yeah. I love that. And some of the fun things, fun, I mean, they are fun. I think what I'm realizing as we talk about this, there are really fun ways to work with your chakras and you kind of touched on this, but even, you know, um, wearing certain colors can be really Mm -hmm. good for your chakras. Like Uh if you're, I've got green on, so this is associated with the heart chakra. Mm -hmm. So if you're working with a chakra, you can do things like that. You can play certain music. Did you plan that? No, I, I didn't. I was just, I was going to say your shirt because it's vibrant pink. What am I'm like, I? I don't know what color this That's is associated crown. with. Oh, I thought that was red. Pink is, pink oh. is also, I think pink is, is associated with um, the crown as well. No, it's associated with the heart. Associated with the heart. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, that would be my, yeah. my area of, I don't get them as much anymore, but there was a period in my life when I was feeling like I thought there was something wrong with me. Like, why is right. my heart racing? Why do I feel like this? But obviously yeah. it was when I was really unhappy with a job and yeah. kind of like, yeah. you know, wanting to do a life change. So I think that people, our listeners probably have felt some type of physical symptom to maybe going against what what their body wants and as a result like you said something just kind of gets progresses and gets worse and you yeah. feel it physically. Yeah. Yeah, they say God throws the pebble before he throws a brick. Yes. I'm, I'm like, you know, I have boulders coming at me <laughs> at one point. I'm like, okay, I can't ignore I can't ignore this anymore. I have to I have to really turn inward and and do some um introspection and and some healing. So yeah, and to go back to what uh, Ashley had said, like if you're not, if you don't want to do a 28 day cleanse and you don't really, you know, you don't have that time to commit. You just want to do something, there's something just to start wearing the colors, like you guys had just mentioned, wearing the colors, eating foods that are associated with that chakra, um, saying a mantra that's associated with that chakra, just something to keep you mindful. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's something kind of low key that you can do. And the journaling questions, because I've done those before and they are good because they do help direct your attention to like the root, the root of like, like there's specific questions for each one, like to, to explore what's happening in your throat or at your heart. So you can look those up as well. And they are, I've found them helpful in the past. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I, and I list a bunch of them too. And and the guided cleanse and it's, there's ones that I've worked through during my personal cleanse. Um, there's there's questions that my instructor has uh, posed to me, and then there's questions that I have started asking myself just to kind of go deeper into each chakra. So those are all things that you know you you, you can definitely explore, and I'll be sharing a lot of them too. Amazing. The, yeah. the other thing I think is nice that you said, and it and it ties into your question asked about you know, do you start with a 28 day cleanse is I think even once you start to get curious about the idea of tuning into your body and like knowing that there is a chakra system and it's connected to these different parts, like you do start to notice little things. Mm. So like it took, yes, like a, a boulder for me to start paying attention to my body. Like my throat, <laughs> it was terrible. And yeah. I was in discomfort and pain every day. But yeah. once I started to look, you really can learn the subtleties of your body and your body does talk Absolutely. to you. And it's so Absolutely. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll pick up on patterns that you've had as 
you know, a youth and a child that you did not even, you didn't even know that they were even significant. They got, when I was, when I was a youth, I had a lot of GI, you know, gastrointestinal problems and I didn't know, but my confidence was really low at the time. And, uh, you know, I was dealing with a lot of anxiety and a lot of depression and I, and I just, it was manifesting in my gut and I didn't know that that chakra was, was blocked and I was dealing with that. So um, once I was able to kind of find my niche and, and find what works for me, that, you know, that had actually become one of my favorite chakras. So to pick up on themes, to pick up on, on different things as you go along. This is so, so cool. cool. I can't wait to and learn more. I know. And I'm, I'm enjoying through this conversation, realizing how much it connects to, because it comes up in yoga. It comes up in Reiki, mm-hmm. which I, I did know about that, but sort of subconsciously comes up in Kundalini yoga, and which I've been doing a lot of. And acupuncture too. Yeah. Just because totally. you're, everything's so connected and that's what they're stimulating is your nervous system trying to remove stagnation. So I feel like. Do you know, I had acupuncture today. It also comes up in my spirit cards that I work with, which is, that's how I tune in. (laughs) What? The tarot, like tarot cards? They're animal spirit cards that I work with, that I use every day. And they're, I love them because I'm not as into the tarot stuff, but these ones, it does bow, it does tie to the chakra system. Some of them. Chakra is everywhere because energy is everywhere. Hmm. So yes. you'll find you'll find energy everywhere you go. You'll find it if people you cross in the street. You'll find it in science. You'll find it in yourself. Well, you can feel it. You can feel it when you go into a room or when you come across a certain person. You can like feel Absolutely. their energy. Totally. Absolutely, you can. It's it's in the weather. It's mm-hmm. everywhere, and some people are, you know, highly highly sensitive to it. And um, I I believe that you know. It, it can cause some, a lot of turmoil in, in people that are highly sensitive to it because um, sometimes they don't know how to navigate it and process it and filter it. But it, it, it is absolutely everywhere. It is absolutely everywhere. And we're with you. I love this because I think uh, that the chakra system is such a great place to start exploring your own energy and your own body. If you were like new, like totally journaling, it feels like it all ties in together. But I think this is a really cool place to start. If you're just interested in start doing some self discovery, the chakra system seems like a great place to start. It absolutely is. It's worked. It's worked for me. It's worked for a lot of people. It's not, it's not related to like any specific religion or any specific like ideology. It's just about, you and yourself and your energy it's a very personal thing so if you're about that life if you're interested in that then it's i think it's a really great place to start for sure oh so good (laughs) we love that so much fanny when's your course going to be out do you know yet so the goal is to have it out for may 1st amazing yeah, so keep an eye out. I'll definitely share. I'm really, I'm really excited, but I'm gonna run through it one more time myself and just kind of make some tweaks. And and I'm open to feedback once it comes out. So anybody who decides to work through it, if anybody has any questions while I'm developing it, um, definitely let me know, and I'll try to answer everything as as much as I can throughout the cleanse. Very cool. We have, before we get into the fun and silly part of this, this show, (laughs) um, we want to know what's lighting you up right now. What are you excited about? 
My children. Aww. <laughs> the babies. I know. Two babies. And the tiny I know, but he can like help with the babies, yeah, he right? Can help. Like he's but yeah. even the dynamic of the three of them, just like you would think ten years difference, like they would be completely, you know, just distant from each other, not be able to connect. But he is like just such a responsible young person and he's he's just really connecting with them so my heart Mm -hmm. is just full just watching them but also putting them in a separate room so I can can work on some things that I'm passionate about (laughs) that also lights me up um you know kudos to the moms who are you know are single moms and and you know they just focus on their babies all the time if that is that is not an easy thing I'm I'm definitely glad that I can have them and I can also have my passions that I'm working on at the same time. So they're both lighting me up at the same time. That's, <laughs> That's beautiful, Fanny. Uh, Fanny, where can people find you online? You can find me online on my Instagram, which is Blue Nile Massage and Wellness. And um, you can find me on my website, which is BlueNileMassageTherapy.com. And you can also find me on Facebook where I post a lot of things on my personal page it's just it's a professional page um my first name is fantanish last name is atomsa and i try to post as much about chakras and the work that i'm doing just to kind of educate and inform people about alternative stuff that is out there love it all right it's time for the fun part we're gonna play queenie grams <laughs> which is a made-up game we have it's very easy. You're going to pick a number between 1 and 100, and we'll ask you a question, and then we'll all go around and answer one. All right. 1 and 100. 77. Ooh, I like the number 77. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great little number. Okay. Yeah. What fad or trend do you hope comes back? Are high-waisted jeans gone already? Someone told oh me those were gone. I know. No. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Save skinny them. Jeans. Save them for us right now, Fanny. I'll never stop <laughs> with the high I'll waist. never stop with the skinny jeans. No. No. Oh, oh God. I didn't I didn't like anything that was <laughs> in the past. Or any uh, you want to get rid of even. Because I can think of more I want to get rid of. I will, I, yeah. I want to get rid of the fanny packs. I'm, okay. glad that those, I'm glad that those are being phased out. I'm sorry if you guys have them. I don't. I, don't I have one for running. But not... <laughs> I love that. No. Yeah, they got to they gotta go. That's a good answer. Ash, what about you? Is there any fad or trend you want to get rid of? Um, well, I'm not here for getting rid of the uh, high-waisted pants or the skinny jeans. I'm with no. you, Fanny. I feel like they still look good. They do. Yeah. Who decided but, this? I don't know. I think that maybe because so many other people do it, like, of all ages, they don't want to be the same. And they're like, that's not cool anymore. Yeah, here's here's what I'm thinking. The no, youth, Sarah's in tap with the youth. No, I don't, I'm not in tap with them. The youth are upset that we look so good still. And that. <laughs> and they are like, we need to bring back the low waist because we Something know. We can't wear them. Well, I mean, we can't yeah. wear them. <laughs> some people can. Well, yeah, I can't. <laughs> I just we don't want know. to. They're feeling, they're feeling too much heat from the type of way yeah the youth plus one level i'm really happy that the headbands are back i'm really into headbands okay yeah Mm -hmm. the skinny ones or like the thicker ones. no like the thick like almost like this microphone top because if you don't want to do your hair 
where you need to. You just put it on. Lifesaver. Yeah, yeah I, like I can do that, that too. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. All right, Ash, pick a number for us, darling. I'm going to go with 19. 19? Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. Would you rather have a pedicure or a manicure? Oh, I love both right now, but I'm going to say <laughs> pedicure. My feet have been mm. tired and they need love. I'm with you. They need a rub. Fanny, how yeah. about you? I agree. The, the manicures never last. Mm-hmm. They never last with the dishes and with everything you do with your hands. It's like they will not, toes will last forever. So I need something. I need more bang for my buck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. Also, the foot massage, just nothing better. The hot water. Although That's I'm true. still dreaming of the day I can have like a drink while I'm getting my, my pedicure again. You can do that. No, not right yeah. now. During COVID. Uh, <laughs> we could get someone oh. to come to our house and do it. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm going to do number 54. What is your favorite childhood show that you wish could get a reboot? Ooh. It just, I'm going to go with Clueless. It just came into my mind. I really liked Clueless. Loved that. Sharon Dion. They were my faves growing up. Yes. They, they were, were cute little duo. Yes. How about you? Oh, I just thought of that. Um... Well, Family Matters. I loved Family Matters. Yes. I'm glad Fresh Fresh Prince has never died. That's Fresh true. Fresh Prince has just they've just kept going. So I'm glad I'm glad that they're, you know, alive and well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they've actually re they what did they do? They they revamped the the Fresh Prince mansion and now it's like an Airbnb and so people can go and visit and do all these things. So I did not yeah. know that. that I is think so I cool. remember that, seeing that. LA. Yeah. We'll yeah, mark LA. that down for our next trip. I know. <laughs> That's a good one. I love that show. How about you, Ash? What show do you want to revamp? Reboot. Did you say a movie? No, I said Clueless. Well, Clueless was a TV show, too. Was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because then I had movie in my a movie. I'm going to tell you what movie. movie. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, was that a particular That's a movie? I loved that movie, but I the reason yeah. I bring it up is because I, I have several nieces and nephews, and I sometimes reference, I forget why we were talking about this, mm-hmm. and they'd never heard of it. So when you hear <laughs> stuff like that, I think Makes they need to remake it. All right. I also heard that they were redoing The Wizard of Oz, and people oh. are not happy about it. Oh. People are not happy? No. Why? Because it's such a classic. I think right. they should just like leave it alone. Gotcha. Well. Anyway, stay we tuned. Don't Fanny, this was so fabulous to have you on with us today. And we loved learning from you. And I know sharing about the chakra system is something you're so passionate about. And you've been sharing more and more on your social media. So thank you for coming here with us and and teaching us all about it. Thank you guys for the opportunity, honestly. As much as we can educate and inspire other people and just promote self-care and self-love, that's what I'm here for. So Mm. thank you guys for allowing me to do that. Awesome. This is great. Thank you. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you're feeling extra generous, leave us a review. You can chat with us on social media at Rival and Queen. We'd love to hear from you. Dancing.